What's going on, family? This is your boy DJ Preach, the founder of the Life Show Radio. And I see that you're doing great things right now by keeping it locked here on the MTMV Sports Podcast. Yeah, I better be talking about the Carolina Panthers. Let's go. Hey, this is Basil Jackson of the Calgary Stampeders, and you're listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. Hello, everybody. You're listening to the Q&E Podcast. Here's your boy Q Hicks right now. I got Edgar right beside me. Edgar, tell the people what's good. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Q&E Podcast. We got big numbers, big hype. Let's get into it. Yes, man. If this is your first time listening to the Q&E Podcast, we are primarily sports podcast, but we also dive into entertainment, current events. If you haven't checked out our last dance uh, podcast, definitely check those out. We already reviewed those. And we got a 30 for 30 uh, favorite Favorite 30 for 30s and sports movies coming out uh, later this week, man. So definitely be on the lookout for that. But let's dive into this breaking news, man. Patrick Mahomes getting that 10-year, 500 million. Big numbers. Baseball money. Baseball money from Patrick Mahomes, man. The Kansas City Chiefs just giving it out to a well-deserved Super Bowl MVP, Super Bowl champ, and an MVP. Edgar, how do you feel? First first reaction to the deal. First First reaction to the deal. I'm like, this is a baseball contract. This ain't football. Like. This is just showing the future inflation of the NFL. The NFL, I believe, will soon no longer be the least paid sport in North America. When it comes to North American sports, mm-hmm. I believe within the next 10 years, football will no longer be the least paid sport. Because mm-hmm. this contract that we just seen with Patrick Mahomes, like, I've never seen an NBA player touch this type of money. Like, mm-hmm. even, even Mike Trout deal wasn't this big. Mm-hmm. And we all know the type of deal Mike Trout got. I think it was 430-something mil. So I'm like, damn, like, this is really, like, this is showing the future. Like, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, these quarterbacks could be getting money like this in the next five to six years. But we know what happens, bro. You got you to gotta take away from Peter to pay Paul. So is it just going to be the quarterbacks getting all the money while everybody else still getting – or getting actually they're getting taken away from because the quarterbacks are getting paid so much? I think everybody's going to get a certain level of inflation. The quarterback, obviously, will probably have the highest inflation with these new contracts that are going to come out over the next five to ten years. <clears throat> but I, I think we'll see the, the left tackles, their deals will start to get bigger. Uh, certain wide receivers, their deals will be getting bigger. But somebody's deal got to go down. So somebody's deal will probably go down. The running backs probably. Running back. Probably. Somebody got to go down. I don't think it'll go down, but it won't inflate as mm-hmm. much. Everybody's going to inflate. Everybody, base pays are going to inflate. Everything is going to inflate. It's just who's going to inflate the most. Yeah. I feel like that's what it's going to be. I think everybody's, everybody's going to stay the same for the most part, except for the quarterback. The quarterback is always going to go up, and everybody else, for the most part, stays the same or goes down. We see that the running back really fluctuates from time to time, just depending on your talent level. You know, the average, I want to say, for running backs right now is like $8 million. It used to be like four, So it has gotten inflated like since like, I want to say mid-2000s. So it has gone up. Yeah. But we just see the quarterback going up so astronomically, bro. Like $30 million was a lot for a quarterback last season. Right. And now you're shooting it up to 50 in one offseason? 50 is the highest-paid quarterback now? It's just like that's a, that's a lot that's coming out of the salary cap to be paid to a quarterback. We just had did the math for it. That is 26%. Of the salary cap going to Patrick Mahomes for the Chiefs. Over man. a quarter of the cap quarter is of, going to the quarterback. Like I said, he deserves it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? He's, he's like, deserving it. You know what I'm saying? He got him to the Super Bowl. He's the reason they're there. Because what he had, like 10 or three comebacks of 
10 plus points this past postseason. He came back on the Texans. They were down like 28 nothing almost. Yeah. yeah. Like, damn, they're four touchdowns down. And he came back in the third quarter, majority of the third quarter. And then he got like one more touchdown in the fourth. Yeah. So I'm like, damn. And then he had like two comebacks before that happened, too. And they had one in the Super Bowl. Right. And it was, what it they was, was down, down by like 10. 10 well, five 10, minutes left. 10 or 17 or something. Yeah, like bro. It's like, he's, he definitely deserves He's the best quarterback in the league, hands down. Yeah. We, we all know and respect, but 50 million. That's crazy money, dog. I, it's crazy. I can't even lie. But I think it's also because. 50-plus touchdowns in a single oh, yeah. season, yeah. like, we're really starting to see the future of how quarterbacks are going to be playing. We've already been seeing it, but now... Oh, but have we, though? What do you is, mean? Is that the future, though? Because we're seeing oh, yeah. that the black quarterback is coming into effect now, and we've got to see the legs now. I mean, you know what I'm saying? we're going to see the legs regardless. But are we going to see the 50 touchdowns and the legs? Now, that, no. I don't feel like we're going to see that with every quarterback. Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes is a rare breed that can give you 50-plus touchdowns and be the rusher that he is. Is he a Lamar Jackson rusher? No. But he can give you at least 50% Lamar Jackson rushing and yeah. 100% passing Patrick Mahomes. And the thing is, that's, it's, a better, it's better with Patrick Mahomes because you have to respect his throwing ability way more than a Lamar Jackson because you're so scared of the deep ball with a Tyreek Hill and with a Sammy Watkins right. and with Travis Kelsey that you forget that he can run the ball. He could probably run a 4-7 or something like that. So he can he's deceptively quick, but he's still getting right. first down, he's moving the chains, and you worried about the deep ball and he's running right behind you, sneaking up, getting twenty yards. We seen it in the Super Bowl, we seen it in these playoff games. It's like he was getting rush yards, you know, getting rushing touchdowns. So exactly. it's crazy, man. But this is not the first time we have seen a ten year contract. Because earlier today, when I seen ten year, I, it blew my mind because in the early 2000s, I really wasn't keeping up with contracts like right. that. So I didn't yeah, know. Especially anything. like 2002. Yeah. We, we were legit. Yeah, we were legit. So I really wasn't keeping up with contracts. Right. But it has been other contracts. Donovan McNabb in 2002 got a 12-year contract with the Eagles. Brett Favre got a quote-unquote lifetime contract. It was really 10 years in 01. Yeah. Drew Bledsoe got a 10-year contract with the Patriots in 01 before his spot was taken by Brady. It was the same time that Brady took his spot. So I'm like, damn, you got a 10-year contract, and then this guy just walks in, like, into the draft. Like, into the, into draft. the draft. Into the draft. Super skinny. Yeah. Super tall. Looked uncoordinated. Nah, give him the starter job. Yeah. <laughs> Even and, though we just gave this man this contract. And think about Bledsoe's mindset, bro. You just got paid a 10-year contract, probably worth upwards of $20 million at that time. And you get a six-round draft, and you ain't even thinking about him. Because you just think your spot is so secure because you got a 10-year. You get hurt one game, and then exactly. in the blink of an eye, life comes at you so fast, bro. Yeah. And it's like you think you're so secure with your space. And it's just and that's like, the only that thing quick. I worry about with Patrick Mahomes. It's like, damn, like, the thought of injury has to come into your mind. Like, you get injured, and then this 10-year contract can go left yeah. really quick. So knock on wood that he doesn't. But you just always have to think about that possibility. Yeah, and he has $147 million, if I read correctly, guaranteed. So if he gets injured, he has 147 like, securely in the bank. So that's still crazy so basically, basically a third of that is guaranteed. Bro, guaranteed, bro. But like once I said, like I said before, you got to take away from Peter to pay Paul before because the salary hasn't jumped just yet. So somebody like a Chris Jones who is currently sitting out right now holding out for a long-term contract with the Chiefs is somebody who could get the heave hold because of this deal right now, bro. Yeah. So do you expect him to be back with the Chiefs in the next season or after next season? I mean, I hope so, just because of the fact that their defense is already not that strong. We know Kansas City's defense has never been strong like that to compete against other teams. It's just the fact that 
they're like the warriors of football. If you get in the shootout with them, oh, you're going to lose. But mm-hmm. if there's a way you can find – if there's a way you can stop them offensively and prevent a strong uh, – if you can present a strong defensive threat to them, you can win the game. But if you get to a point where you're going for touchdown for touchdown with this team, oh, you're you not going to win. You can't. You're not going to keep up. I seen it, though. I, I, and I, it's funny because I just watched this game on YouTube the other day. It was the Rams and the Chiefs, and that game was like in the high 50s. That was the only team that I've seen. The Rams yeah. was the only team, but that was like a high-power Rams team. Right. Gurley was on it. Cooks was on it. Woods. Uh, it's not the Rams Cook. team now. Yeah, it's not even the Rams team anymore. Team so the uh, Chiefs are still together, man. So it's going to be a crazy team to look forward to. I don't think Chris Jones will be back because the money that he wants is around $20 million, so I don't see him getting that. But he is the second-rated D tackle in the league right now behind yeah. Aaron Donald. So he's definitely worth all the money, but it's just like you can't pay. You can't pay everybody at this point, though. You paying Tyran Matthew sixteen, Tyreek Hill, Hill, Travis Kelsey. He want an extension. He want yeah, more money. Exactly. You know what I'm saying. And, and Travis Kelsey deserves more money. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying. He, he in conversation. Him and George Kittle, the top two names when you think of tight ends in the own football league right now. So. And they gonna reset the tight end market. They probably gonna get eighteen, seventeen mil. You know what I'm saying. So it's like everybody is going up right now. Like, like I said, man, some positions are going up in tight end. And quarterback are become so becoming so prevalent in the league today, man. That you gotta just keep raising the price on them. But who is next, man? Who do you foresee to be the next quarterback to get? I don't think everybody's gonna get the fifty mil like Patty. Probably not. Yeah, everybody ain't gonna get the fifty like Patty. But who do you see to be up there in the upwards of forties? Uh mid forties at least. Damn. Um. Can you see the Deshaun? Can you see a Texas pulling the trigger on a Deshaun? I can see Deshaun doing it, but I feel like it's going to depend. And it's not fair because he doesn't really have offensive weapons right now, but it's going to depend on how well the team does as a whole. It's going to depend on how many playoff appearances you get over the next few years now. It's going to depend on how, cause how many years left in his contract. Now, he could get paid next year. He can get paid Deshaun next year. Deshaun can be paid next year, yeah. He's not going to He's not gonna get anything close nah. to this but the contract after that like after that next contract that he's gonna get it's gonna depend on how many playoff appearances he has over the next three to four years it's going to depend on his touchdowns that he gets like it's it's so many things that go into play it's yeah. like Patrick Mahomes numbers are now going to be the gold standard of how they judge I don't think they're gonna be the gold they're gonna be the gold no. to get that 550 well yeah yeah 50 50 50. yeah 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 but when I say that I just mean like it's gonna be the qualifications damn near like what where do you like out of the resume that we have of golden resumes like where does yours go rank into up. that yeah well, yeah how does yours rank against that so we mm-hmm. decide if we should pay you anything yeah. close to that exactly because everybody's not gonna have the same stats as Mahomes or anything similar to Mahomes right. they don't have the weapons like Mahomes and they also don't have the style of play like Mahomes like somebody like a Lamar who obviously can do both the throwing and the rushing is not gonna have the same type of stats as the Patrick Mahomes, but you can tell the impact right. on the field is something that's somebody I can see. Even then, can I see him getting forty five? Because I don't, I don't trust his Probably him not. staying healthy and his sustainability. I, I actually do, just because of the fact mm-hmm. that I see how cautious he is. Lamar, this is what I've been saying. I was saying it as soon as the season started, and I, I admitted I was wrong when Lamar first got in the league. Because one thing I was worried about was I felt like he needed more time in college to really get his throwing down pat. But once I seen him get into the league and start throwing the way he was throwing, after like five or six games his rookie year, I was like, I'm wrong. Like, he's ready. He's ready for the league. I was one of those people that was wrong. I didn't call him a running back like how other reporters were doing. But I I just wasn't that confident. But once I seen him being able to accurately throw the ball the way he was, 
and he was purposely not taking hits, like how Michael Vick didn't care and would take hits, mm-hmm. he chose to run out of bounds before he took a hit. Yeah. He chose to slide before taking a hit. Mm-hmm. And even the hits that he took, he never, like, collided with anybody. He let the hits absorb. Mm-hmm. So Lamar Jackson is by far, like, way smarter than Michael Vick ever mm-hmm. was at the quarterback position. So I don't see him getting hurt as quickly as others might. Mm-hmm. But can you even see a 10-year contract for Lamar that just takes the money out of it? Nah, I don't see 10 years. That's that's crazy. I don't yeah, nah. everybody can't get a 10 year. Everybody man. can't get a 10 Everybody year. can't get a 10 year. Inflation man. is gonna happen, but not the not that type of thing. Not yeah. for every quarterback. No. Yeah, man. Because Patrick Mahomes doesn't primarily run. He he does run, but it's not his primary threat. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson, as great as he can throw, his legs are his primary threat. And I don't think an organization is going to put all their money into a quarterback whose primary use is the legs. And it's actually and it's actually going to be interesting to see if Lamar can do it again. Like, mm-hmm. we see it last year in his MVP season. Like, yeah, he can dominate. But it's like, people got tape on you now, man. We've we yeah. seen people be one-hit wonders. And I love Cam. But we see Cam in that one year flash like, wow, Cam. And then the next season, he was, he was still great. But he wasn't that 2015 Cam like we've seen. So can you keep that high play or high level of play for two seasons in a row? And that's going to be interesting to see for Lamar Jackson. So can you improve with the throwing from last season? Can you improve with the running and not take as many hits? It's all going to pay or all going to make sense when it comes to payday for Lamar Jackson, man. So definitely, definitely, definitely. But let's move on to Cam Newton. Uh, Like we said on the last pod, he is now going to the Patriots. And it's it's funny how the reactions went for Cam. Because when Cam first got signed, we didn't say it, but people on TV were saying, man, they, they Super Bowl contenders. They top three in the AFC, nah, yada, yada, yada. I, I actually think they might be top three AFC. But nah, I'm going to let that well, fly right now. Top, you, can say top, you can say top three, but they better not be higher than number three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's definitely the Chiefs, Chiefs and Ravens. And Ravens. Yeah, yeah, so the, the top, they was like top three AFC, yada, yada, yada. And it's funny how the week went on. It was like Super Bowl contenders. Oh, no, they playoff contenders. Uh, and then it was like, is Cam even going to be the starter of week exactly. one? It's I like, started seeing it. I was y'all, like, damn. Like, how did y'all really go from that? It was like Cam it was Super like, Bowl, and it just kept going down week by week when it set in. It's like, why is it going down? Started, like, like I said in the pod, when the pod just started just now, big numbers and big hype. And right now we on big hype. Yeah. So just to transition off of that, the hype video that this man dropped. Cam is the king of hype videos. When it comes to athletes right now, yeah. the king of hype videos. I don't care what nobody say. They questioning whether this man even gonna start. I'm like, y'all trust this man still? What he said in the video? I'm a killer. Y'all gonna choose that over this? Yeah. Like, man, you a fool, boy. You y'all, a fool. Y'all crazy. I'm, t- I'm tired of being humble. Yeah. I'm tired of being humble. Yeah, man. man. Bro, Cam a killer, bro. He said it in the video, I'm a killer, dog. I'm a killer. Why are you even trying me? He was talking to the Panthers and he was talking to the Patriots. He was like, you choose a Teddy Bridgewater over me? You tra- you about to choose Jared Stidham over me? I feel like he was talking to the whole league. Whole league, yeah, that's true, too. That's all true. 31 other teams didn't even want him, so that's it's true. like he's talking to all y'all. Yeah. Y'all ain't want – y'all going to choose that over this? Crazy, hey, man, he, hey, it's one, it's one animal in the jungle that when he raw, everything stops. Yes, man, bro. I was like, yes, this man bro. ready. He's going to take revenge on the league. Yeah. He was like, he's straight out of Auburn again. Yeah, he really bro. I've never seen Cam's physique. I've been keeping up with Cam since he came out of Auburn, bro. Cam has never been this fit, man. He looks slim, but it looks like he got bigger, too. He, he's lean. He's, he's lean, lean now, man. It's like he's yeah. really in shape. He don't like a LeBron diet. I don't know what this man on. LeBron spent like two mil a year on his yeah. health. Mm-hmm. And it looked like Cam been doing the same thing. It's the gospel music. 
Yeah, it's, it's, the it's really the gospel Look, music he, I got on this week. He was on that rose in his last on uh, hype video. He was yeah. listening to Rick Ross last one. That's what still, I'm either way. That's what I'm saying, bro. God got camera. Bro, cameras gonna show out this season. I don't care what nobody yeah. saying. Y'all can fluctuate with y'all expectations. It's not gonna be Super Bowl, so it's I not, don't yeah. I don't want y'all doing that Super Bowl or bus thing because it's not gonna be Super yeah. Bowl. Y'all just need to be that. satisfied with a really good first season back. That's what y'all need to be satisfied That's with. That's all I want, bro. A good season out of care, man. I'm happy exactly. as hell. I'm a smiling at you. But since it is the question that is being asked, and people are questioning if Cam is going to have the practice time to learn the system, do you expect Cam to be the starter by game one? I honestly do. Like, even with all the cuts that they're doing to start the season earlier, mm-hmm. I feel like Cam going to be the starter because Belichick got a chance to system. Like, he's not going to make Cam. Now, if Cam had to fit into the system that's already there, then I might question. I might be like, okay, Cam might not start. But Belichick finna hand Cam a whole new playbook. I've seen film on everything you've done, and here you go. Here's an offensive scheme that I think will work with your play style. Yeah. Cam won't look it over. He's probably going to Skype him or FaceTime him or something back and be like, yeah, this can work, like, or we can make tweaks here and there. And Cam going to be the starter by week one. Belichick finna yeah. change this whole playbook. Yeah. It's funny, bro, because North Turner, who was Cam's offensive coordinator in Carolina, and Josh McDaniels, who is the OC for the uh, the Patriots, they run the same type of system. So the same right. system that Cam was running in 2018, the McDaniels is going to run it uh, with the Patriots. I keep saying the Patriots. The yeah. Patriots, bro. It's going to be the short little dump-down system to the running backs like they always do, and it's going to be the RPO, Cam, running to the outside. You can get a little read option. The same thing he was doing when he was on the MVP track and they were six and two before Cam got hurt. It's gonna be the same system and with uh, New England, bro. So Cam is gonna flourish, man. But the big caveat is if he stays healthy. Knock on wood, we all want Cam to stay healthy, but that is the big thing that we want to see. I believe he can. I believe he can too. That old that old line that the Patriots got is it's not That's perfect. That's the big key. It's not perfect, but it's it's ran by Belichick. That's I, I trust Belichick. I trust Belichick to keep it on the wraps. And I trust Isaiah Win. Yeah. I trust Win. Cam has never been behind a great O-line. And this is a great O-line, man. Like, they actually paid their O-line. Carolina really didn't do that. They paid their O-line, and their center is like an all-pro. Their right. guard is all-pro. Isaiah Wynn is going to be a top left tackle in this league. It's like they have promising uh, O-line everywhere you look on the Patriots, man. So this is going to be the best protection Cam ever had. Man. Yeah. So, ooh. Cam going to show y'all, man. Y'all still talking about he Cam. going to show y'all. Yeah, man, because I know y'all still talking about well, it, man. I said, but I'm the distraction. Yeah. But, but I'm the one wrong. Okay. This is yeah. what I wanted to say, too, bro. And I hate how people portray this on the media when I wake up in the morning. I woke up the morning this morning to see Cam. They were talking about Cam clothes this morning. They, everybody had a comment on what Cam was wearing when he was in the wing. Because I'm It's telling, like, bro, what, he just, you, we just cooling. But they still got to come on what he wearing. I was telling my mom this morning, Mom, Cam is the first quarterback that acts like a wide receiver. Like, we're used to the wide receivers being the divas. We're used to the wide receivers, like, with the flair and being the fun guy and the personality, blah, blah, blah. We've never seen a quarterback with this type of flair. Like, we've just never seen it. I got to think. I got to think. I don't know. No, we not to this level. Not to this level. We've seen quarterbacks quarterbacks be chill and fun. Mm -hmm. But the way Cam is, Cam is the fun. Like, you even said it. When Cam walk in the locker room, the whole vibe changes. And not in a we know who the leader is type way. It's we know who the leader is and we know who the fun guy is now type way. Mm -hmm. Like, and we're not used to that. We're used to the traditional QBs, the leaders, the quiet at the press conference, answering straight questions. 
Cam a sore winner. He a sore loser. That's he, what I like. He, he gonna talk. Yeah. He, he, gonna, like. he gonna do everything. You want me to stop scoring? He tired of being humble, dog. Yeah, he, he tired, tired of being humble. Cool. Like, they're oh. not used to that at the quarterback position. That's true, too. They're not used to that. That's true, too, bro. I'm ready for it. But I'm tired of y'all talking about Cam Close. But let my man live, dog. Y'all should be judging his game. That's all y'all should be talking about right now. I don't care what Cam wearing. And, and it was saying um, Belichick ain't going to be letting him do hype videos during the season. I was like, okay, now that I can see Belichick saying, okay, during the season, we don't need all the videos. He don't need to see that because he's going to show y'all on the field what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think that, but I, I see Belichick saying that, hey, you got to chill with me during the season. Oh, oh, <laughs> I don't mind that. Oh, my. He just getting y'all ready right now. Cam yeah. really just getting y'all hype for the season. That's right. all he's doing. He just getting y'all hype and then show y'all he's healthy. Because you see he already working out with uh, Sanu, already working out with Sanu yeah. in uh, L.A. Come on, man. My man working right now. But let's move on to the NFL preseason. It has been cut to two games now from four. Finally. And it is in conversations of being no preseason at all if this COVID thing, if COVID just keeps going up at a rapid rate now, right now. So do you like it? You just say yes. Uh, I like the fact that they cut it to two. Mm-hmm. Do I want them to completely get rid of the preseason? No, I don't want that because, first off, I want the rookies to be able to get some type of, like, jitterbugs out of there. I don't want them to just – go instantly straight into their first NFL game, even though most of them probably ain't going to play. Yeah. But the one or two that do get lucky enough to play, I don't want them to, you know, like fumble the bag on that, you know yeah. what I'm saying, and mess up. They still nervous, you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like two preseason games, I've always been vouching for two preseason games. I like you, two. you don't need more than two. I like, two. like, just don't let the vets play in any other preseason game. Yeah. Like, period. Like, just like everybody else you still trying to look at play. Yeah. And the NFL, the NFLPA has already voted unanimously to have no preseason at all. So it's really on the NFL and the owners to vote if they want to have zero preseason games. And it's really a toss-up right now because you don't know if the owners still want to uh, just have the two preseason games to cash in on those games. You don't know if they really just want to cut to the season. Because if they don't have a preseason, it's going to be really uh, like three weeks of conditioning. Right. And it's really going to be like a couple of weeks of actually padded practices. It's really but all it's going to be. That's when you should incorporate more, um, uh, what's the word, uh, rival practices. Not oh, yeah. rival practices, but I know what you're about. opposite competition practices. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like the Bills versus the Dolphins yeah, that's what they practice do. and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting to see, man, because I definitely want two preseason games. I don't want it to be none at all because I want players to have a rhythm before they go in. I don't want them to jump into just the first game. And we've seen before how some players can just hop into season one like we've seen with Ezekiel Elliott when he tried right. to come back with, uh, from his first week from being in Cabo. He just wasn't ready by that first week. It took a couple of weeks for him to actually get into a groove right. of the season. Same thing with Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon got back. He wasn't exactly. the same Melvin Gordon from his holdout. You got to give players a couple of weeks to get into a rhythm first and nice. then pop them into an actual game. Man. Nice. It's a better rhythm like that. But let's move on to Zion and Dame on the cover of 2K. So let's do Dame first. So Dame Well Deserved is on the 2K cover for 2K21. First of all, though, I don't like that cover, though. The yeah, cover that, that they cover actually have for it is, 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 is trash. Yeah, they, they could have did better. Yeah. Honestly, they could have did something from when he hit the game buzzer. That's like, what I was OKC. saying, They could have put something on there from that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know the, the picture and, they told me. And somebody had customized it to be that, too. It was like he was waving like this, mm-hmm. and then they had the shot. Or they had his face. You know how you yeah. look up on the right? It had that all customized. That was funny. Or, yeah. they, they, or they could have put one on when he hit the game winner versus Houston. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They could have put that one. 
Who, I don't know who I don't know who making these covers, dog. But they lame as hell. Dog. They they can honestly hire a regular person. Who plays Bro, every, it's, like, people on, it's people on Twitter that are making way, way better, better covers, cover. way better covers way than better. what we getting right now, bro. Crazy, crazy. But like I said, Dame is well deserved. I don't really know who else I would have picked above Dame. Russell Westbrook. Hasn't Westbrook already been on the cover? No, I don't think. If he did, remember that uh two K fifteen cover when it was three people on the cover? He might have been on that one. Westbrook might have been already. Not nah, he didn't have one on his own. No, nah, Westbrook ain't had no cover on his own. Now nah. he might have been on the one with three people because it was it was KD. He was two K twenty. This one I'm talking about right here. No, KD. It was KD on there. That's what it was. No, nah, he was launching. Or just a customized. That's oh, this customized. customized. Yeah, oh, okay. he was definitely not too good. Oh, okay. Oh, because so, uh, Giannis was last year. That's what I'm saying. Giannis was last year. So, Russell Westbrook definitely deserves a 2K cover by now. Who else? I don't know if he's going to get one, though, because it's late in his career. I don't know. Yeah, he might not get one. Yeah. But he deserves one. But right now, I would say Dame is a better player than Westbrook. So, I would put Dame in, yeah. in a higher echelon to get that cover. But I, I just feel like out of a respect thing, Westbrook oh, yeah. being in the league longer, he yeah. should have had a 2K cover. But, but the thing about Westbrook, he's so polarizing, man. I don't know if a lot of people would have been rocking you're with him. You're the bad boy of the league. Yeah. You're the bad boy of the league. You can't be mad when you yeah. get dealt a bad hand. A lot of people don't like his game like that. He got that, not really an attitude, but it's just like his persona of Westbrook. Yeah. It's the same thing with Cam. It's just like the persona of the, those two guys, man. It just they get a bad rap. But let's move on to Zion, man, because that's what that's what that's what a lot of controversy. It wasn't controversy. It felt like everybody hey, on Twitter was mad. A lot of people agree. Great. A lot of people agree with my tweet. The only tweet? reason Zion made that cover was because of marketing. Most definitely, it was because of marketing. Not saying the twenty-one games he played, he did phenomenal. But you only played this much of the season. Granted, what you did play was great, but the marketing fact of you're supposed to be the next face of the league after LeBron, yes. that's the reason why you got the cover yes. of it. Because you could have put Ja, you could have put Tatum, you could have put Luka. There's so many other young stars who played the whole season down there before you that you could have put. I'm not buying the game if those four – I'm not buying it above a Zion, bro. I want if a Zion on the game, I'm buying it. Marketing. Marketing. Exactly. That's and like I is. said, and this is another point I tried to make because I was somebody who – I didn't have a problem with the cover. When I see a Zion – and it was it's on the next gen cover. That's why it's the next generation of players. That's mm-hmm. why Zion is the face. I didn't have a problem with it because other than LeBron and Steph Curry, Zion is the next in line for like just straight star power. He has the most star power in the league, right. period, other than but LeBron and Steph. Honestly, he, he, put him on, he put him on the cover. He's the quickest person to ever get the NBA 2K cover. Like dead Almost ass. definitely. Like, he's, I've never seen, it took LeBron until 2014 to be on the cover of 2K. Like, he had to win a whole championship before he got the cover of 2K. But Zion, straight out of high school, not straight out of high school, but straight out of Duke, yeah. like, in your first season, only playing 21 games, you the cover of 2K already? But they usually don't have the two the two cover things. Usually, that's, that's the best game. Actually, no, they do the two covers. Well, you know, not the way they're doing it right yeah, now. Yeah, it's usually not a young dude like that. It's yeah, usually yeah. just Dane and somebody else. And then they put, like, a legend edition. Yeah. Like, they did that yeah. with D-Wade. D-Wade yeah. was the legend edition last that's, year. that's how they usually do it. They usually, yeah. usually just Dane. But since PS5 coming out, they said, the let's do a gen. next gen like that. Yeah. So that's why Zion is good. That's why I didn't have a problem with it, because it's next gen in Zion. But, but this is another point. I, that I'm going I'm, to I'm piggyback of what you said of why he got in so early. I feel like the 2K people are trying to capitalize on his star power because – they don't know how long Zion is going to last in the league. You know Ja going to last. You know Tatum going to last right. because their games are not based on athleticism. But somebody like Zion, a lot of people are scared that one twist of an ankle, something with his knee, he land wrong. And that, yeah, like that could be the end of Zion. So they like 
let's capitalize on his market right now before anything tanks it. Because obviously he's on a he's on a high he's on a high right now. Like what are you averaging? Twenty five or twenty four? 20, at least twenty two points. Something game. something at crazy least. like that. And yeah. he just got into the league. And we just seen a recent pick of him, and that more like a Greek guy. <laughs> and he was dominating when he was a fat, chubby dude. Yeah. So imagine what he gonna do in shape. I'm I'm excited to see that, but that's something I really realized about 2K. Like, they might be trying to capitalize because they don't know how long he is going to last. Marketing wins overall. When it comes oh, yeah. To, when it comes to video games and all that stuff, you got to choose marketing over the actual yeah. production. Yeah. And I don't got no problems with Ja. Ja would have made it. Ja, like, I, I've said this before. Ja will be an MVP in this league by his third year. Trust me, in two more years, he will be MVP. But I don't think Ja has more pull than Zion. Tatum doesn't have more pull than Zion. Uh, Luka doesn't have more pull than Zion. Because, like, you honestly see that with with Madden a lot. Like, I noticed with Madden 04, Vic was taken off that year. Like, honestly, the best – I think Lamar Jackson is better because he's just the 2.0 version. Mm-hmm. But Vic was the first quarterback we ever seen dominate the league like that with his legs. So, yeah. they, they said we got to put him on the cover. Mm-hmm. And then the next year, Madden 05 – the hit stick was introduced. Who better to put on the Maybe cover of Madden? Yeah, hit mm-hmm. stick was introduced in 05. Who better to put on the cover of Madden than the, the lifelong hit stick himself, Ray Lewis? Mm-hmm. Like, you got to put Ray Lewis on the cover if you introducing the hit stick. Mm-hmm. Like, so you just got to think of stuff like that. The year after Odell made the catch, who made the cover of Madden? Yeah. Odell Beckham. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So marketing goes into all of that. Yeah. So it's not I just who it. wins the title or who made it to the championship or whatever. Mm-hmm. It goes into who got the most eyes on yeah. him that season. Yeah. But I'll give y'all that LeBron point because I feel like LeBron could have easily been on the cover way before right. 2014. But exactly. I don't know. I feel like it was other things at play at that time because Kobe was really running the league. He, like, he was. Because you got to think, when 2K really became relevant was 2K8. Yeah. 2K8 is when I actually started playing 2K. First 2K I got was 2K10 when Kobe was on the cover. 2K10, Kobe was on the cover. And after that, I don't really remember who got on the cover after that. It but. was Jordan on 2011. It was uh, was dang. it KD on twelve? Nah, KD didn't make it before Bron. KD was on fifteen, the one mm-hmm. right after Bron, and then sixteen was who was sixteen? Jordan was on two K twelve too. He was two K eleven and twelve. He was, he was eleven and twelve. Yep. Two K eleven was damn. He was on both. He, he was eleven <laughs> yeah. and twelve. That's what it was. That's, that, that's why I didn't remember who was uh, on twelve. Oh, thirteen was okay. He was on the cover. It was him, D Rose, and Blake. That's crazy. Because I remember you used to go on the GameStop, you, you could pick which one you wanted. Oh, yeah. Okay. See, KD made the cover of uh, 2K before Bron did. So yeah. it's like, damn, like, you got to earn. I feel like you got to earn your stripes before you get the cover of 2K, bro. Yeah. Like, now we're going. Yeah. yeah, see, man, I don't know. I ain't knocking Zion because it's a young black man getting paid and getting the marketing. Oh, yeah. At the same time, it's like, you got to earn your stripes. Like, how I got my stripes on right now, I earned you. You do, but you can't argue Jaw, and you can't argue Tatum, and you can't argue Luka when they really don't have their stripes. They played a season. But I'm saying they played longer. If I'm going to choose a young dude, I'm choosing one of the ones that played longer and gave me the most production. I'm going I'm to choose somebody and who John is more dynamic. John damn it gave you the same amount of eyes as Zion, if we're being honest. No way. John damn near 60 games compared to Zion 20 games. Come on now. Out of all, I mean, all those I numbers. I watched literally two Memphis games. This whole, other than on, highlights, when, when, when do you actually sit down and watch a Memphis game? Please tell me. Not many. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Who that's, who playing. But that's what I'm playing. saying, though. But I'm saying, even the highlights that you watch, you watch a lot of John highlights. I, I do. I do. Okay. But I'm saying, 
For an actual game, you're watching Zion game. What are you crazy? Man? The minute restrictions he got, I ain't watching the whole Pelican game. Bro, I promise you. I promise you. Everybody, no, I promise you. Everybody no. is watching the Zion game. We can game. put this on a poll. We can do a poll. Yes. Who, like, no, who are you like, watching more? An actual game? Who are you watching John, more? Because John playing more. What you talking about? No, I watch a whole no. Grizzlies game before I watch a whole Pelican game. I, I know promise Zion got I limited y'all, y'all not. I'll turn to the game when I know I'm Zion watching, is. I'm watching Zion limited minutes over a jaw full game. I promise you I am. Oh, I promise you I am because I'm more excited because I know something is going to happen instantly. Oh, I know something's going to happen. It's just the hype is there for Zion, so that makes you watch. Like, with jaw, you know what you're going to see. But with Zion, we don't know. But that's my because point. Because the minutes are so restricted. You don't but know. But that's my point. Gonna... He's more dynamic, and he brings more eyes to no, the screen. because you know within the minute restriction that he got, they're going to feed this man in the minute restrictions no. that he got. So you got to watch because it's like, damn, other than the minutes that you he's going to he ain't going to get the ball. So no. I got to watch. you going to watch Zion, period, bro. Zion don't even got to touch yeah, the rock. you you going to watch him. But Zion don't even got to touch the rock, and I'm watching Zion every play. Because you wonder if he's going to get a block. You wonder if he's going to get a steal. He's going to dish that hole. If you're I'm, worried about Zion, if I'm bro. somebody like Tatum, Luca, or Ja, I'm sitting there looking like, I, ain't, I wouldn't hate on Zion, but I'd be like, damn, I'm played like two thirds of the season and my yeah, number you, you my, my number yeah. snap and I got a lot of eyes on me. I mean I have Zion eyes on me, but I got yeah. I got eyes on me now. You got eyes on you, but you ain't got Zion eyes though. Man, like I said, on, it's uh, only two people above Zion who got Zion eyes. And that is LeBron James and Steph Curry. No. Nah, Other than that, there's nobody who got eyes like James that. Harden. I don't even like, I don't even like Harden James like Harden is out getting more eyes than uh okay. bro James Harden is polarizing. Hey, but he gets the eyes. Not like the that. fact that he's polarizing, he gets all the eyes. What no, are you talking bro. about? We can we can we, we can talk about this. We can talk about this after the part. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna talk, I ain't wow. gonna talk about this with you. We try to get we try to move on. We try to move wow. on. But Zion gets the most eyes other than Steph and LeBron. That's what we're gonna say. Lies. All right, bro. Let's move on to the Redskins, man. They are most likely going to change their name. They almost lost sponsors they, they, from they are changing. They are changing their name. They, they lost sponsors from FedEx and, and Nike. Uh, Nike. Nike removed uh, all the red skin merch from their website until they changed their uh, their name. So was it time? Yeah, it, it was time. And a lot of people who are upset about the fact that the name change is happening, you obviously don't know what it feels like to have that type of discrimination against you or anything yeah. like that. Or you've never been in a situation where you're dealing with a symbol that offends you. Like, I feel like that's what people who are upset about the situation are going through. You just don't understand. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you don't understand is making you angry. Everybody who wants the name changed, it's because they want a positive name put in place. Redskins may not be offensive to you, or whether you're white or black, it may not be offensive to you because you're not Native American. But Native Americans or people who have that in them, and that's part of their culture, they may be offended by that. If you're offended by that, and it shows, like, racial bias in any type of way, then it needs to be changed. Like, and the fact that one of the names they were thinking about naming was the Washington Red Tails. I love that name. Like, that's positive. Like, from the Red Tails back during the war, from the uh, from the Black Pilots back then. Like, you ain't never <laughs> seen the movie Red Tails? Whoa, you tripping. That's a whole Black history lesson for a whole oh, nother day. I ain't never seen Red But Tails. the Washington Red Tails, like, that's a wonderful name. Or the Washington Generals, like, uh, I think a hockey team was named that once before or something like that. Like, those are good names. The Generals, the Red Tails, Historic Prevalences, like that. I, I feel like those are good names to put in place of Redskins. So. Mm-hmm. I heard Expos. I like Expos for some reason. I don't know what it is about Expos. Expos sound cool, but I like Red Tails and I yeah. like Generals. That's cool. Because you gotta be, it got to be something. Uh, Washington. Yeah, it got to be something That's like why that. I like Red Tails and Generals. Those yeah. are both, they remind me of Washington. 
Yeah. So, that's true, too. That's true, too. It was, it was definitely time, though, man. They've been complaining about this for so long, too. And you just thought they were just going to keep pushing through it. But finally, I guess because they're seeing all the black injustice. Yeah, they were like, damn, let's get some injustice yeah. or get some justice for the, the Native Americans at the same time, man. So it, it was definitely time, bro. It was definitely time. It's going to be interesting to see what the name is, man, and the new logos, new jerseys. So they got a whole new marketing plan coming up for the Redskins. Right. Season, man. So definitely interesting to see. Let's move on to McCurr Maker. Yes, sir. He Shout is out. The, he is the first top or five-star recruit to get or go to, to a go HBCU. To HBCU over D1 schools. Over D1 Offered schools. by all the blue blood D1, Kentucky, Kansas, UNC. The, the list goes on. All the blue blood D1 schools turned all of them down and chose Howard University. The, the Mecca, the holy Mecca of HBCUs, he said, that's where I want to go. Yeah. I'm like, man. He I want to say he's from D.C. He's changing the power structure, bro. And then Mikey Williams retweeted that jump. And he was like, they ain't ready, bro. Yeah. They ain't ready. I'm like, now see, this is what I'm talking about. Who's going to be the athlete that, that makes the jump? Who's going to be the first athlete to do it? Who's going to be the first group of athletes to make that change? Like, and take, I don't want to say take that L because I don't think it's an L. Education-wise, going to HBCU is not taking an L. And mm-hmm. athletic-wise, it's not taking an L. Is it harder? Yeah. But I don't see it taking an L. So who's going to take that sacrifice of maybe not taking the best route, quote unquote, to be able to still get to your future and set a trend, not a trend, but set a, a path of success for the next generation. Yeah. So I, I feel Maker made a great decision with doing that. Oh, he's from Arizona. He's from Arizona. Yeah, he's from Arizona. So he's going all the way across country to go to Howard University, man. It's, 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 it was definitely a good day when I seen it, man. He's a top 16 prospect, I want to say, in the, uh, in the rankings right now. And it's just like, I really thought uh, Mikey was going to be the first one to take that leap. I didn't even know he had uh, HBCUs even lined up, even in his top five, you feel what I'm saying? So the fact that he picked it and he was the first one to start this change, it's like, okay, it's coming sooner than expected, really. So it's really get a, a kick in the ass for this movement, man. I think more people are just going to follow through after this, man. Because remember, I don't know if it was the last part or the part before, but remember I told you, not even, especially now that he actually picked the HBCU. Mm-hmm. Now it's a threat. It is a real deal threat. Yeah. Remember, I told you when kids have those three hats on the table for decision day, having an HBCU up there, it's a threat. Now, before, wasn't nobody picking HBCU, so it ain't no threat to put the hat on the table. But now that like they're actually picking HBCU now, having an HBCU hat on the table next to UNC or next to Kentucky, you'd be yeah. like, damn, like he actually might choose that school over there now. So the threat is there, and the promise of the threat is there now. And guess how surprised the Duke or Kentucky was that McCurr Maker picked that school. They was not thinking that, bro. I they promise you. That. I promise you, they went to sleep thinking that he was going to one of the blue boys. They did not expect that man to go to Howard. And so much money is lost, really, with him just going for the D one and the blue bloods. So much money is lost just by that one mm-hmm. commitment, man. Because you know how much. Because he's Thon. He's Thon, bro. And you know how much excitement right. was for Thon, and he's just another Thon at this point. A six eleven dude can play all five positions at this point. He brings the excitement. So to just take that and generate all that wealth to an HBCU, man, tickets, and, eyes. And still be able to have good. the opportunity for the G League or the, the NBA. Yeah, like, still have that same opportunity, man. It's the power structure from the chain. Like, I put that tweet out uh, about a week or so ago. Mm-hmm. It's going to take about 10 athletes for the next two years to do that in a row for the power mm-hmm. structure to really start changing. And we got mm-hmm. one out of 20. I said 20 people in two years. We got one out of 20 right now. Man. So, 
Shout out to McCurry Maker, man, making that first step. I think Mikey, Mikey's definitely going to be next. Mikey's going to be next. He's going to be next. I don't know if he's going to be next. Well, but I hope, hopefully, 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 yeah, people, yeah, hopefully yeah, other yeah. people get. But whatever Mikey leaves, Mikey's going to the HBCU. That is what I foresee in the future. We already talked about that, though. So shout out to him. Let's talk about Oladipo, man. So Victor Oladipo, obviously he came back from a patella injury this past season. He came back, and I want to say he came back in February. Or was it in January? Uh, he came back in January or February of this season. It was February. I early think. February. It, it was, was early February. What? No, it couldn't have been early because it had to be after All Star break. It had to be after All Star break. It might have. I, I didn't remember him playing before All Star break. I feel like that's pointless to get come in like early February and then the next week be out for All Star break. He might like have been. No, he came back January 29th. Okay, so he All came right. back a little bit before All Star break. So it was early. It was early uh, or late January at least. And he came back, and he really just didn't look the same. Obviously, you have to get back in rhythm after coming from a patella injury. That's something that you really have to get accustomed to. You really didn't want to land on that right leg. And it's just like, we never seen a full Oladipo this season. Yeah. So he chose not to play in the NBA restart. It's not COVID-related. I'm pretty sure COVID has something to do with it. But he's not playing because of injury-related reasons. He just didn't feel like himself, and he wants to restart in the 2021-20 uh, Plus, I feel like. Plus, I feel like the Pacers don't have a championship opportunity right now, so it's like, why even just just stay out and just get back healthy, just mm-hmm. get a hundred percent healthy, and then when you can play a full season, yeah, then that's when you should come back and make your debut. Again. Yeah, so because he's traveling with the Pacers, but he is not playing, so I'm pretty. It's not COVID related. This is definitely injury related, man. He right. just didn't want to come back because before he came, like they had a good. It was like fourth in the East before yeah. he came back. But they were trying to incorporate him back into the offense, but he just wasn't capable of it because it just wasn't the same Oladipo. You know what I'm saying? So right. I feel like they're going to get back into that rhythm. They might. What are they right now? They want to say six? I want to say they're six right now. They're six because Brooklyn is eighth and Washington – no, nah, Washington eighth. Uh, Brooklyn is seven and Orlando eight. Eight, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Brooklyn then, is seven and Orlando eight. And then it's probably Pacers, Sixers, Heat. Heat number four. Celtics. Celtics. Raptors. Bucks. Bucks, yeah. Yeah, and that's how it goes. So, hold Hopefully, all the people comes back better next season, but I definitely just wanted to give y'all that news. All right, man. Let's dive into this topic, man. Real real interesting topic. We had a real heated debate. Uh, gonna... Y'all for the side with me. Y'all going to side with it's me. It's going to be an interesting conversation. I really can't uh, be mad either way, but Maya Moore, man. So, she sat out this past WNBA season to help. I forgot what the man's name was. I forgot his name, too. But he was in jail for 50 years for, uh, uh, for a crime that he did not commit. She sat out this whole season to help the man get out of jail. And she just sacrificed her whole playing career in the middle of her prime to get a man out of jail. He just got out this past week. And I think for that alone, that she is one of the greatest athletes to have ever played a sport, period. And I think her influence that we look back, when we look back on Maya Moore. Jonathan Irons, that's his name. Jonathan, Jonathan Irons. Irons. Jonathan Irons. So he was in jail 50 years for what? Uh, Oh, okay. So he was in jail 50 years. I forgot what it was for. Burglary and assault charges that that were overturned. That were overturned, man. So she sacrificed her whole career to get this man out of jail. And it's just like, Edgar Edgar didn't agree with me on this point, but I just feel like when you sacrifice something, because we talked about this on the No No Justice, No Peace pod. When you sacrifice your career for the betterment of the next man, I think that just puts you on a different level than anybody else. It, it does. Because it does. A, a lot of people not doing that. A lot of people not cutting off their, their resources, their income to help the next man. A lot of people not doing that. Like, we haven't really seen it. 
we've seen Ali's, we've seen Ali's, we've seen uh, the Bill Russells, you know what I'm saying, uh, break down barriers in their respective sports, the Jackie Robinsons. But when you sacrifice your career, man, you sacrifice your, uh, your future earnings for the next man, and she's not coming back to the league anytime soon. She's going to continue doing this for the betterment of the society, man. I think her influence, when we look back on Maya Moore, we will say she was top three, top five most influential uh, players, period, to ever play a game. Now, now that I can agree with. But before we started the pod, Quincy was saying she's one of the top three athletes of all time. And I was like, whoa, you got to I mean, slow that down. You got to slow it Now, if we're just ha- – if we're talking strictly influence, we're not talking anything – like on the court, but we have to talk about what, what I told you earlier, bro. We talked about she has two Olympic gold medals, she has two NCAA championships, and she has four WNBA titles. She is my favorite woman player, period. And she has that, and she has the the social justice. So I'm like, when you put all that in, bro, she got to be I, up there. I know, but it's like top three, bro. Like greatest athletes of all time and most influential athletes. Influence I, I understand. Yeah, I understand the difference. Now I yes. will say influence plays a big part in the greatest athletes, but that's only one part. Like everything that goes into being the greatest athlete is what did you do for the sport? What was your influence? Like what are your stats? What are yeah. your accomplishments? All of those going to the greatest athletes, but most influential athletes. Then that's when you can have a debate on if she's top three or not. And I feel like you have a strong case for most influential athletes if we're just purely talking influence off of the court. Yeah. So that's different. But greatest it, athletes all time, no, she's not even top 25. Because even when we're talking about influential, you put in – I mean, you could say Bill Russell for breaking down the barriers. You have, you have to, bro. I don't care. It was, even, it was in the 50s and 60s or whatever, but you have to count that. If it wasn't for that, we wouldn't have what we have now. You got to count that. You have you to. You do. It's tough, athlete. man, but I'm not I'm not letting up from top five. She's definitely top five. I'm not letting up off top for five. For influential athletes, for influential, I'll give you that. yeah. For, for top five influential, because like I said, nobody else has done this, man, I for the better man. Like that man could have been rotting in the jail for something that he did not do, and she's not stopping. We say you could say, oh, she only did it for one person, but she will keep doing it. She's not coming back next season. She will keep doing it because her her NBA game is solidified. Like I said, she has four WNBA titles, and she's not even she wasn't even thirty. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like, she wasn't even she, in her prime She's just now 31. She's just now 31. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? So she could have added about three more titles to that. But she feels so solidified with her legacy. She like, let me move on to something else. And I just think her, her – uh, Like, full full her respect to her, man. for real. Full she the GOAT, man. Because, first off – She up there, at least. Like, a, a black woman, a powerful black woman doing that, I, I love to see black women do that. So all power to her for that. And I just really hope that she continues to do what she's doing. Yeah. So top three, top five most influential athletes, yeah. I could definitely give you the nod on that. Yeah. So. And it really don't matter, man. We're just saying that John, just for, you know what I'm saying, just for ranking purposes. But just everybody that's in that conversation of influential, we definitely appreciate you because that definitely takes a lot of heart. Because I don't know. Like, with me, I really be sitting and thinking, like, there's a lot of af- influential yeah. athletes. Definitely. Like, I definitely. don't know. You you might rarely find somebody like you to put my more that high. Like, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm I know, I know. from how other that's, people that's are That's fine, and that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Like, because a lot of people aren't really going to say that. Yeah. They'll, they'll probably put her top 20, but, like, that's fine. I'm Because she sure. she will not come to mind, yeah, bro, because, she won't come to mind. first of all, her being a woman is already putting her on the back end, and we yeah. keeping it a whole beat, is already putting her at Serena a Williams state. is the only woman. Serena Williams and Billie Jean King are the only two women athletes that people actually – we're getting to the point now where I'll say Reagan, Megan Rapinoe, the female um, uh, soccer player, soccer player for mm-hmm. uh, 
for the U.S. team and all that, mm. she's up there now too. Like yeah. those are like the three women athletes that mm. people automatically know right off the head when you're talking top anything. Mm-hmm. So, but the only person I clearly put above Maya, man, like I said, Maya just been I just been rocking with Maya for so long, man. Since them UConn days, yeah. When we just see her greatness, just she was great at everything she did, man. So only thing, only person I'm putting above Maya in terms of women is Serena, man. You can say Billie Jean. He makes a good point with rapping, though, but it's just like, I, I love Maya more. I love Maya Serena more. Serena Williams is the only female athlete, honestly, that I got in my top five. Like, and I'm including men and women. I put Serena Williams yeah. over a lot of men yeah. athletes when I talk about greatest athletes. You got to respect that, man. You, you definitely got to respect that. If you're saying GOATs, period, yeah. then I would give you that. But influence, man. Influence, man. She got a man out of jail after 50 years. That's, you that's, can make a case on how she That's crazy, man. So definitely shout out to Maya more for that, man. It takes a huge amount of sacrifice to do that. So we definitely appreciate her and definitely continue that success. And let's move on to college football. So we heard earlier today by uh, – what's the old boy that be on the show? Fine bomb. Fine bomb. They said the season could possibly be moved to the spring because all the COVID-related issues that are going on right now, they don't know what is going to happen to this 2019 or 2020 uh, fall season. I don't know if I could wait till – I don't know if I could wait till next spring. It's going to cause a lot of problems. college bro. football. Yeah. A whole year without college football, I would lose my mind. Oh, my gosh. Like, without that. Gators football. Yeah. Like, y'all don't know the – oh, the hype that I have for this upcoming season. Yeah. I'm predicting Kyle Trask to be a finalist for the Heisman. I'm predicting Dan Mullen to be coach of the year. I'm pretending us to lose no more than one game. I just had so many predictions for this season. But, bro, would you rather them play in the fall and have no fans, or would you rather them play in the spring, in the spring and have a possibility of fans? <sighs> because, you know, the fans play a big part they, in, the, they in, the, in these games, they especially college-wise. I ain't going to lie. They do. Uh, so would you rather them just wait till spring decision. for that? Because I'm a fan. I'm not just a student. I'm a yeah. fan. Like I like going to the game. So it's yeah. like, uh, I don't know. Just knowing I got to walk past the swamp and not be able to go in while they playing. Like, I don't know. That's just, yeah. dang. That's what I'm saying. So it might be better if you wait till spring know, for bro. that. You know what I'm saying? But they were also talking about a lot of problems that could come with it. So somebody, and they were saying the NFL draft would still be the same. It would still be in. Uh, what is it, late April it usually is? Yeah. Late April, early May type of thing. And the season would be from February until April. And they were saying a lot of players could not play, like a Trevor Lawrence could say, man, draft in a few months, man. I'm going to just wait for the draft, you feel what I'm saying? Justin Fields, too. I feel like this is kind of like, this kind of has to count as a red shirt season, like, or somewhere. Like, I feel like that's what this season has to count as. What, What if you a junior or a senior and you still have one more year of eligibility, but it's like this season got taken away from you. Do you low key? Oh, so if you're saying if you don't, if you don't, like if, you, if this season is not played, yeah, this season ain't played. Oh, yeah. you gotta wait they'll give, they'll give you another year. They'll I feel like they, year. they have to. This has to be yeah. treated like a red shirt. Yeah. yeah. If if no games were played by the uh, NCAA this season, they would get a red shirt like they did this year. For some yeah. uh, spring sports, they definitely let people come back. I think it would be the same thing for football. Yeah, you. But if to. but if games are played and you just don't play them. Like, yeah, that's your eligibility. Like, games are still being played, but you just don't want to play. And, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Eligibility would definitely be off the table. Yeah. But that's definitely something to look forward to, man. They're saying that the spring football training camps are back – or summer football training camps for college are back into effect right now for six weeks. There's still a lot to be hashed out. They still don't know when the season is going to be started. But it's definitely something to look forward to. 
let's move on to the NBA again and talk about the bubble. So the we're going to talk about what the bubble is going to look like. So Malika Andrews was on Get Up earlier today, and she is currently in the bubble right now, the NBA restart bubble. She's been in there since Thursday. And since Thursday. Thursday. So she says she, she's gotten a test every day she's been in there. She said she flew on a commercial flight, so that's why she had to get tested every day. And so she said it was like seven tests she had to go through. Yeah, like seven tests. Seven yeah. tests she had to go through. It, and she said tomorrow she will finally get it lifted, and she will finally get a regular aura aura ring that we were talking yeah, about a couple times. Uh, the ring that lets you know if you are about to get COVID. Yeah, like three days before. Like yeah, like three days before. Yeah. And it beeps if you're within six feet of somebody. I think so, that's another one. Uh, is, that's a different one? I think that's a different one? monitor. Okay. Either way, you're going to have a monitor on you that beeps if you're within six feet of somebody, and then you're going to have the ring that lets you know three days prior if you are about to catch COVID or not. Mm-hmm. So she was telling us that they deliver three meals a day to your room at what? 8 a.m., 12 p.m., and 6 p.m. Yep. First off, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't need that. I like, I like to eat whenever <laughs> I want to eat. What if it's 10 o'clock at night and I'm starving? Like, yeah. I ain't going to save what I ate from 6 p.m. because it's going to be going by 8 p.m. I wonder if they're going to have room service. They, they, they got like, to. You or is that just service. for her? You know what I'm saying? I'm, oh, at, I'm at Disneyland. I got to have room service. I'm yeah. Disney World. Like, I'm at especially when you're in your room all day. Yeah, I can't go nowhere. You well, got to deliver on, I, on demand. They got to be able to have some type of, like, recreational activities. In the room. Yeah. Like, in the meantime. They said they're going to have a little, uh, little space for them to uh, yeah. play around in. It's going to have 2K. Social yeah. But that's yeah. the thing about the six feet monitor, though, bro, because if you get six feet to me, it's going to be beeping. So it's like yeah. it's going to be real weird. Yeah. There's a whole lot of beeping going on. Because <laughs> you're going to want to be close to your, your people. It's grown man doing AAU. That's all it is. <laughs> it's going to be a grown man AAU. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> so they said you get three meals a day. You can't really go outside. After your COVID test is lifted, you get an aura ring like Edgar was just talking about. And then you also get a six-feet monitor, and it will beep, beep if you get within six feet of anybody. So if you get close to anybody, if you close like me and him, beep, 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 beep. You know what I'm saying? That they're warned you get away right now. You know what I'm saying? Right. And we already talked about the ring, bro. So it's a real, it's a real strict policy that's going on in the bubble. But how do you feel about them going into a place like Florida? We're in Florida right now. They say it's a 173% increase in the past couple of weeks. So they're coming into a real danger zone, basically. How do you feel about that? Uh, I mean, I understand it. But at the same time, it's like that's the best place to kind of be at the moment because yeah. you're either going to pick somewhere really hot or you're going to pick somewhere really cold uh, because the season's going to go into October. Mm-hmm. So by the time it gets into October, you're either going to be somewhere really hot or really cold. Yeah. So I'd rather go somewhere that's really hot because that way you can go – if you're inside already, you're going to be cool the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Like, as opposed to going outside being cold and inside being cold, I feel like you have a less likely chance of getting yourself sick, yeah. if that makes sense. And I think the bubble – I know a lot of people are talking junk about the bubble right now because they see us in Florida, but I think the bubble is really going to be the safest place for them, especially with all this testing going on. You get tested every day. Like, hey, now, we need to be on it then, bro. First off, Shouldn't nobody catch COVID. First off, I don't like that. You know how I, I don't. Yeah, I don't like that. You every know day, how I the NFL trying yeah. to test three times a week. And three not, times a week, I'm cool with it. Every the day? In the NBA every day, I keep telling people twice a month. Once at the beginning of the month, once at the end of the month. Yeah. That's it. Because what if you got to play, let's say L.A. got to play L.A. on Friday, and then you get tested the first time, don't got it. Get tested the second time, don't got it. The day before the game, you get te- you LeBron James, you get tested 
all of a sudden, somehow, somewhere, you got COVID the day before the game. Yeah. And this is a this is a meaningful the game. This yeah. is game seven out of game eight of the regular season game. Mm-hmm. And you can't play. Because the third day out of the three days, you actually got positive for COVID. But I don't and think you, that was asymptomatic. And you asymptomatic at that. Like, come on. But now, I don't man. think that should happen, being that everybody should be tested. I think everybody gets tested every day when you first get there. But I think they let up because you're going to have a ring on. So they're obviously going to yeah. catch the symptoms before you actually play with anybody. So that's going to be the real saver, the, the ring that they should be wearing. So I don't think they have to test you every day because you got the ring on. I feel like if you're not showing symptoms, you don't need to be tested. After, yeah. after all of the general testing, when everybody gets there, yeah. from that moment, if you're not showing symptoms, you don't need to be tested. If mm-hmm. you show any sign of sickness or anything, then get tested. But other than but that, the ring gonna tell you everything. Yeah, but the ring gonna tell the you. Ring gonna, I feel like they're not everything. gonna they're not gonna one hundred percent fully trust the ring because this is like I I don't want to call it a prototype because I'm sure they tested it already. But mm-hmm. this is the first true test of the ring, so I don't mm-hmm. I'm, I know they're not gonna fully rely on the ring for the results. That's true. That's true. That's true. If you come sneezing my knee, boy, with a ring on, but hey, yeah, I, I will be like, hey, I don't yeah, trust yeah, the yeah, ring. Yeah, I don't trust it. I don't trust the ring right now. All right, but let's move on. So in a recent poll, I seen the Bucks have a. 83% chance to win the championship. I don't believe that. I don't believe that shit. No, no Eastern Conference team will win. Yeah, I don't believe that shit at all. Bro. I no, feel just like him, but we yeah. got different teams, though. So who has the best chance? I feel like the Lakers, honestly. Even but, without Avery? Yeah, even without Avery. Avery is a big piece. I don't think he people are about, thinking about that enough, man. Like I said, he's your best perimeter defender, and he's your secondary ball handler. That's a big position that you lost right now. Man. You got JR, but... It's not replacing Avery Bradley. I, I feel like the Lakers just have the best Because, first off, like Draymond Green said, you got LeBron James at the end of the day. That's true. That, that alone just puts you in the top one or two decisions for the title automatically. And then you got AD rested and fully healthy now. Yep. You got uh, Caruso coming back. We know what Caruso can do. Danny Green. Jay, I trust JR. I trust JR. I don't. <laughs> I trust JR more than other people trust him. So, yeah. right now, I feel like JR can be clutch when you need him. Kuzma going to show everybody that he can still be the um, that's the Cowboys. That's the X factor, bro. Like, that is I, the X factor. I feel like they can do it. They can definitely do it. Everybody yeah. fully rested and healthy, man. I, I trust LA. Yeah. For real. I don't trust the Bucks at all. I don't. That's, it's I crazy, don't when, I, it's crazy when I see yeah. this poll. Like, And it, a lot of people were on this bandwagon throughout the season. They just kept saying, Bucks are the favorite. Bucks are the favorite. It's like, what makes you think that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They have the best record. But it's like, when you watch the games, it's just like, I'm not convinced. Especially after watching the playoffs last season, that's that's it. what's holding with me. Yeah, that that the, playoff, the, yeah, playoffs. the playoffs of last season. So it's like, I was like, hey, the Raptors ain't trash, but y'all really let Kawhi yeah. carry the team on y'all. Yeah, exactly, like bro. I, I ain't gonna say say the Raptors was trash and Kawhi was just the only person on that team doing exactly, something. Exactly, but he was low key carrying. Them. Yeah, like like the Cavs twenty sixteen team, they wasn't really like just trash, but Braun was definitely carrying that. Kyrie, no, nah, Kyrie was getting off too. Well, yeah, yeah. Kyrie yeah. was getting off too. I, I give him that. I'll yeah, him that. but I, I'm going with the Clippers, man. The Clippers just too deep. Bro. If everybody plays for the Clippers, the Clippers are too deep. Man. You got Lou, you got PG, Kawhi, Montrez, Marcus Morris, Zubac. Yeah. Uh, who else? You got uh, already said Reggie Jackson. I don't know. No, you didn't say Reggie. Reggie Jackson. Like, just, they just got too many heads, man, that you can go to on that. Just sign Joe Kim Noah. I know Joe Kim Noah probably watched, uh, but I don't, I don't trust him. But not, not that, that's your bench player. Not not to be a threat. Yeah, that's your that's a bench player for you. So I think that's solid off the bench. You know what I'm saying? So they just too deep for me, bro. They they really too deep. And I think the, Plus the, the LeBron and AD came out with the hype video. I was like, and LeBron got the oh, gray, I seen that. I LeBron seen that. got the gray in his beard like father time right now. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm trusting that. I'm yeah. trusting that. 
Yeah. Don't don't yeah. cut the beer, bro. Keep the grain in the beer for the, for the season. Keep don't the grain. Bucks, man. All right, keep keep the grain in the beer, bro. Yeah, but I don't trust the Bucks, man. After last year, I can't trust the Bucks. I don't trust the Bucks. No. If you got the bodies for the Bucks, like the Heat, the Heat had the bodies for the Bucks. Yeah. Because they can throw Bam at you, they can throw Jimmy at you, they can throw Derrick Jones at you, and even more people at you. If you got bodies like them, the 76ers, then you you are capable of beating the Bucks. The Heat are still my dark horse to make the NBA Finals. Dark horse? They're still my dark horse. I, I, don't know if I'm wrong with I will still stick with Philly as my number one option, like yeah, I did before what, the season to make it. Philly, my number one option, and then Miami is my dark horse. Yeah. So. It's funny because I know Ben Simmons did not work on his shot this whole month. He's been out. But the, video, yeah, the videos we, we low-key seen of him, no three-point inside. Like, you, got that, you got that in your game already, Ben. Shut a three. God damn. <laughs> you get me mad. But I still, I still got them. I still got them in the finals, though, just off Embiid alone. Um, but a topic that was brought up on first take, which was real interesting to me, bro, was – the topic of De'Aaron Fox. And Stephen A. was saying, could he be the star of the Kings to be successful? Obviously, we know the Kings have been ass since for a long time. A long time. Like, Maybe they had some kind of hope with DeMarcus Cousins. But even then, it was Even like, then, they was ass. Yeah, fighting then, for the AC. Yeah, they wasn't AC. good since Chris Webber days. Like, Literally. the 90s, late 90s. You feel what I'm saying? So it's white, white chocolate. White chocolate yeah. days. You feel what I'm saying? It's just like, they haven't been good in 20 years. So they were talking about, was, is De'Aaron Fox the one to push them over the hump? Nah, he's not the one to push them over the hump. He's the one to start bringing eyes to the Kings. I'll say that because I like De'Aaron Fox. He's, he's energetic. He, he has an athleticism to him. Uh, he's quick. He, he plays his position very well at the point, you know, so I feel like he can bring the eyes, but he's not the player to bring them over the hump to be like the Kings can start being successful. They need one more piece to, like, really get them in that position where you can say that. Yeah. The thing about the Kings, man, they're still making terrible free agency decisions, man. They they yeah, just they just signed Harrison Barnes to a twenty-something million dollar deal. Why? Man. You can look up his stats. He's not <laughs> averaging much. He's getting twenty-four million. Why? Harrison Barnes ain't good. Plus, a lot of players ain't trying to go to the Kings. A lot, and that's that's another yeah. thing. They're not an attractive they're destination. Not trying to go there. You know what I'm saying? But they have young pieces. But I mean, they it's in Cali, though. Like, it's, I, that's what I think. That's what I think, too, bro. I don't think it's just the fact that you don't want to go to the Kings. It's Sacktown. Like, it's I mean, the organization, bro. It has to be organized. It's the organization. Ain't yeah. nobody just turning down no Cali team. It's, like, it's the organization, you bro. You got the Warriors. You got both L.A. teams. Mm-hmm. And then you got Sacktown, bro. Come on. Now. It's just the organization, bro. I don't think it's really the team because you got to attract the piece. You got Marvin Bagley. You got Fox. Uh, who they just drafted this year? I forgot who they just I forgot who they drafted. I forgot who they drafted. I wasn't paying attention to the Kings coming to the draft. Yeah, I forgot who they drafted. Damn, I don't know. I forgot who I they drafted. I feel like it's somebody we know. We just can't remember right now. They did. I'm going I'm to search. Yeah, it's, it's going to bug me. Yeah, you got to look it up. It, it was going to bug me, bro. <laughs> I know they had a topic, but I forgot who they picked. Uh. But, yeah, man, I think the pe- they have the young pieces, man. But they signed Corey Joseph to a $12 million or $12 million per year deal. They signed Trevor Ariza to a $15 million deal and then ended up trading him midseason. And then, like I said, they signed Trevor – or not Trevor Barnes, but uh, Harrison Barnes to a $24 million deal. It's just like it's too much money going to pieces that's not going to get you over the hump, man. They got to bring in actual veteran stars. Like you can get all the young pieces you want, man, but at least – when you bring in the veteran stars, that's when you start getting over the hump. Because you got young pieces like Bagley and Fox. It's crazy. They ain't got nobody. They ain't paying nobody. 
I didn't see that until pick 40. Ain't no way. Hold on. Good. Go go to the next topic. We, we, oh, they, they didn't drive? We're going to find They maybe didn't drive, but they probably – do you see from Kings in there? No, nah, I didn't see from Kings or nothing. The first time I see the word Kings is pick 40. That's the first time I see Kings. Everything before that, you don't see the word Kings that at all. It can't be. That's why I'm so confused right now. That's crazy, right? I, I don't know what's going on, but I think I think De'Aaron Fox can be that guy. Before we move on, I think De'Aaron Fox can be that guy, man. But they just got to surround him with more pieces, man, because I think he is dynamic enough to get them to a playoffs. It's depending on what our definition of successful is. Right. If our set is our if our definition of successful is playoffs, which it should be, uh, eighth seed, I think he can get you to that eighth seed. But you got to surround him with better, and the front office has to make better decisions. You know what I'm saying? And I think if Bagley can play a whole season, because he hasn't played a whole season yet, I think that's somebody who is going to be real key for them. And him and Fox, I think, can be definitely the future for them. Right? Yeah, this is really looking like the Kings only had three picks in this whole draft. Word, bro? They didn't pick nobody? Pick 40 was Justin James. Pick 47, actually, no. They traded pick 47 to the Knicks. And then pick 55, Kyle Guy. The Knicks drafted Kyle Gaba, traded him to the Kings. Oh, they didn't pick nobody, bro. And then pick 60, yeah. Vonja Marinkovic. <laughs> they must have traded it, bro. They, they traded a lot. Yeah, of yeah, they must have traded it, bro. They only had two true picks, and then they had a pick traded to them. Yeah. That was it. Wow. I definitely thought they had a pick. Wow, we, we spent like two minutes on the Kings. Yeah. yeah. That didn't need to happen. Like I said, I, I still believe in De'Aaron Fox, though. That was a topic. That I, I believe in him, too. I yeah. just don't think he's the player to just set them over the pump yet. I don't mm. think I think they need one or two more pieces to do that. Yeah. Well, I, I still think they need pieces, but he is the guy for that team. Because, oh, okay, okay. because Stephen yeah. A was saying he doesn't bring that job presence. Oh no, he he does. To say exactly. he, he does. That's the point that I wanted to hop on because yeah. does he have the team around him like a job? And that's he what that have this, He may not have the team around him like a job, but he gives me job energy when exactly. I watch him. And the athleticism, yeah, like the athleticism. you just screen job. Yeah. Both of them really don't have consistent threes in their right. game right now. And that's something they both need to improve on. But the athleticism, the quickness, the, quickness, the, the vision, handles, like all, all, that. all of that is similar. Both of them will be compared to Westbrook coming out of college. Like everything is similar. They have right. the same type of games, bro. I think Jaw just getting it because he's a rookie and he's obviously being excited right now. And the Kings are the Kings. And let's transition to Jaw for a second. Man, Kendrick Perkins don't really be saying too much dumb stuff, but he said the wildest shit ever yeah. the other day. This man said Jaw is a mixture. First off, he I hate when people overuse this phrase. He's nothing we've ever seen before. We've never seen anything like Jaw before. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking bro, about? Like, like this man said he's a combination of Westbrook and Kyrie. I was like, whoa, calm down. Definitely not Kyrie. Handles are nowhere near Kyrie. Definitely not Kyrie. So you can say he's like, so how are you going to say he's a combination of Westbrook and Kyrie, but then say we've never seen anything like this before? Like, that made no sense to me at all. I'm like, you're, you're contradicting yourself. With that. He said somebody else, too. Oh, he said the vision of Rondo. Yeah, the vision of Rondo. Westbrook, I don't even Rondo, and Kyrie. I'm like, what? I thought that know. was an overstatement, too, because Rondo's vision is crazy. It's, it's crazy. I mean, you can see the potential for yeah. Jaw to have that, but to say it's there now, no. Yeah. The only person you can compare Jaw to is Westbrook. So the fact that he said we've never seen anything like this before, I was like, damn. So I guess Russell Westbrook and Derrick Rose has never been. Yeah. <laughs> those, are, those are the best comparisons for him, man. Like an athletic point guard, but he has vision as well. Or even Isaiah Thomas from back in the day, you know. Way more athleticism. (laughs) No, I'm just saying, like, as far as athletic point Mm -hmm. guards and stuff like that. Yeah, Kendrick Perkins be getting wild. 
Some, sometimes. Yeah, I mean, sure. like it most of the way yeah. he say it, but sometimes that was definitely one of the moments. I'm like, yeah, yeah. you got to check yourself. All right, bro. Let's move on to current events, man, to wrap up the podcast. The craziest that we heard about this week, bro, was the August Alcina and Jada Pinkett Smith was running in the headlines. I seen this coming. Not with August, but I knew this was happening. Like, when has Jada been in the open relationship for the longest? We know this. We like, knew that, though. Why are, I think we're more surprised by who this was with as opposed to the fact that it happened. I, don't, I think people knew it was an open relationship, but we didn't want to believe it, though. No, we, never, we never seen it on an open. We never seen it publicly, I guess. I just seen the way Jada and Will talk and the way they act. I, really, I, didn't, I guess I didn't look too close. I was like, I'm, I'm getting... They, you get the vibe that they really don't give a damn what each other do, but they're together at the same time. Like, don't respect my marriage. Don't disrespect my marriage, but do know that we are open. Like, they gave me that time. But the fact that it was so exposed, it was it felt like it was exposed yeah. by Alcina. It was just like, no, damn. Okay. This is what Alcina messed up at. My dog kissed and told. He, he should have signed the NDA. They should have made him sign the NDA to where nobody can talk about anything that they do or anything unless – and then legal action has to be taken. But they didn't make him sign no NDA. He went on the interview with Angela Lee, Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club, and he told what he told. And then Will came out shortly after and said he was lying – Saying he didn't give him his blessing to talk to Jay. He did not? Yeah. Will say he didn't give him his blessing. What? Will lying. I'm about to say. Will, Will lying, definitely bro. wrote. Because he said he gave him his permission. Will's just mad that the news is out yeah. there now. And then Jada was like, I don't know when the episode going to come out. But Jada like, we got to sit at the red table about this. She tweeted that. I was like, oh, we're going to need all parties. I yeah. need Will and I need August. I need all parties. Like, it's going to be crazy. I don't want to hear just from one or two people. I need yeah. all parties present. And somebody tried to say on Twitter, bro. They was like. Oh, why are they using uh family drama to get clicks? Like the Kardashian ain't been doing that for exactly, years, bro. Like, bro. Get out of here, bro. And then it's people out there saying that Jada took advantage, or Jada and Will, however you want to say it, took advantage of Al Cena because the time that they took him in, he was That's very what I was saying too. He was in a bad head. So I'm like, uh, He's still okay, a grown-ass man. But at the, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we don't know the situation. Yeah. So I'm not going to just completely rule that out. But come on, at the same time, he a grown-ass man, bro. And it's Jada Pickett-Smith, and you know Will gonna let it slide. So yeah. it's like... He gave you a permission. Yeah, like, I'm not, not gonna turn that down. I'm not turning down I'm not, Jada. I'm not turning hey, that down, hey, bro. Jada got that snapple. Yeah. I, I knew from the 90s Jada, Jada had, had that snapple. Jada got that snapple. <laughs> I'm telling y'all. I said, it, I said it then. I said it off the pie. I'm gonna say it on the pie. Jada got that snapple. Bro, but the fact about Alcina, bro, the, the way he came into the family... He came into the family as being like a son figure to them. They got too many family pictures together. That's what I'm saying. Like him and Jada Smith were best friends at one time. That's how he came into the family. And the fact that he became a son to messing with Jada on that level, bro, is what is what's so crazy to me. And that's what's messing with my mind, bro. Because it's like, damn, y'all viewed this nigga in such a different way. I mean, in five years. honestly, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Willow and Jada knew. And they and most they, likely and their brother. I'm pretty sure because they, I'm, you're pretty sure you see that nigga in the house and he not kicking it with me. I'm pretty sure. Gotta be kicking it with somebody in the house. Literally, and they, <laughs> and they my dad. <laughs> Will be bungees up. Exactly. In the Inspirational uh, messages. Will, Will ain't never home, so you yeah. know what's going on. Like, yeah. But we all knew it was open marriage, uh, a relationship, and she even said it on one table talk. She was like, "You can be on one side of the, the house, house with somebody. somebody. You can I be on the other. Exactly, bro. Yeah, it's but just like, as long as we both in the house, yeah." Yeah, they're definitely talking to other people. Like, I don't understand that mindset because that's yeah. a crazy mindset. I can't me. do that. If but I'm married to yeah, you, I'm selfish. Exactly, bro. I don't understand that mindset, but that's just how they roll, and I can't I can't really comment on that. But 
But you do the open. You just said no. Oh, no, I ain't no, doing that. If I'm, if I'm married to you, I'm not sharing you. And yeah. you're not sharing me, plain and simple. That's exactly, not bro. We might as well not have got married. That's true. That's, that's, that's the point I try to get to, bro. Why, what's the point of even getting married, bro? Like, exactly. We just partners at this point. Maybe it was kids that was tying them in or some other reason. Edgar was trying to say taxes or something, but I was like, like It's a lot of stuff know. that goes into being married that's a benefit. So mm-hmm. I don't know. You never know. People might do it for the legality of it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So. The looks, maybe. I don't know, bro. But why August out seen it though? And I just, I just found out that Will Smith was by. I, I was hit with so much the past I couple of weeks. I ain't finna say that. True information. That that's just uh, talk. That's just social media talk. I don't that's know, bro. You seen the video? I, I ain't gonna say what, that. Say what the video is. I ain't, Will, I forgot who was giving him so the massage. Jada was saying right. It looked like Jamie Foxx or somebody. Like, it was Jamie. No, no, I ain't gonna say Jamie yeah. Foxx. I'm just saying, oh, yeah, you know yeah, how yeah. your dogs just, yeah. like, you know, play like that or whatever. <laughs> And then whoever was rubbing his shoulders, he was like, only a man knows a man's touch. And Jada's sitting there looking, looking like, crazy as hell. looking crazy. I'm like, hey, I ain't finna let that be off. Say all, say all be off and then we'll buy or not. So, no, I ain't finna say this. Yeah, we'll. we'll I'm going to trust that my dog heterosexual. <laughs> now, Will, here's the real question. Who are How many, you? Who are yeah. you doing? That's the yeah. question. That's Who's the question I Will? That's the question I want to know the answer to. Who is Will talking to? Will probably smart and got them NDAs. Will, who is Will talking to? That's what I want to know. Will got them NDAs, bro. He said, ain't nobody going to talk on my behalf. I ain't ain't, talking like that. Ain't no way Jada out here talking to whoever she want to talk to, and then Will ain't talking to somebody. Will get busy. I know Will talking to somebody. We're going to find out. I like you, Will. You my dog. Will got NDAs. That's what I'm saying. This is GOAT. His GOAT just... Let somebody get permission to make his wife. He my goat. He, he, he top two, top three. He ain't my goat. That's a goat, man. He, he let him goat. get loose with his wife like that. Man. He top two with me. Top two or three. Crazy mentality, bro. I can't. That's crazy. That's crazy time. But let's move on to the BET Awards. So in what I heard, because I didn't watch it. the first time, it. And the first time around, I did not watch it. I heard it was the best BET Awards ever. I ain't watch it, and I'm not even for the... I'm I watched the I watched the encore and the encore was good. I ain't gonna lie, the encore was good. Like it kept me entertained. I didn't turn from it. Like and usually when the BT Awards on, I'd be entertained like for the first thirty minutes. Could it be the transition? Bro. Yeah, that's like, probably what it is. The transition. They be losing me at the gospel yeah. every time they get to the gospel. Like oh, it's, yeah, it's time yeah, to turn. Nah, Mary, Mary, get up there singing. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's time to move on. What? SpongeBob, SpongeBob on or something. You're somebody on. You're Mary, 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 fire now. But BET Awards, I want, bro, especially when the pace, you know how the pace be, bro. Yeah. It'd be hip-hop, 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 and then just randomly slow down to gospel? Nah, I'll go somewhere else, dog. I'll wait till y'all I mean, they may not do a performance, but they got to at least get an award. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got to get an award. But they just slow down so much from that transition, bro. But what, what I, I know you said you had some feelings on what the best ones were. I feel like one of the best ones were, hmm. The one when uh, James Brown and Michael Jackson were on stage and they gave each other, like, the capes and all that stuff. That's an mm. automatic one for one of the best BET award shows ever. I was a Chris uh, Brown, bro. The Chris Brown one when he did the Michael Jackson tribute. Yeah. That got to be in your top three. Yeah. If it ain't your number one, it got to be top three. Mm-hmm. That is going to go down as one of the best BET awards ever. Shout out to Jamie Foxx for hosting that award show. He did an amazing job of that. Mm-hmm. And what's another one? It was another one that was really good. Uh, for the past five years, it really been sleepy, bro. No, low key twenty. It was either twenty, I want to say twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. It was it was a pretty good one for twenty eighteen or nineteen. 
I really I, stopped I, watching because you made me realize Jits, bro. We used to be excited for the BT Wars. Yeah. Like, you used to see the little red carpet jug. He's like, oh, the BT Wars. Go. Yeah. He's like, man, I, I, I know Jits is not feeling the same way we used to nah, about that, the BT Awards. The, the viewership is going down. And, like, you, you remember the talk we had about my plan and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, we, we had a talk. Just know in the yeah. next 10 to 15 years, you're going to see my name. Yeah. You're going to see my name on multiple, multiple things. Definitely I ain't gonna say too dog. much on it. I ain't gonna say Definitely too much. On it. But uh, but all the BT awards even cool anymore, bro? Should they, they still be a be. thing? They can be, bro. Mm-hmm. All these black artists and all these black people watch the Grammys. We hardly walk away with anything now. Same thing with the MTV awards. Same thing with the Oscars. Same thing with all these other main white stream, you mm-hmm. know, white white mainstream award shows. Yeah. We watch those and attend those and barely walk away with anything but our pride and. All of a sudden, y'all don't want to go to the BET Award. The award show specifically made for us. That's the one y'all want to act funny with and not watch. Because they don't think to. it has the same pool as a grand. No. Honestly, I tell people, I've been saying this for like five years now. I put a BET, just me being black alone and me being so culturally proud, I'm putting a BET Award over a Grammy any yeah. day. I don't care what these people say. I'm treating my BET Award like a Grammy. You can yeah. have three Grammys, but I got five BET Awards. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I treat them. Like, and uh, until the artists start treating them like that, like, just exactly. imagine, just imagine one year when we don't even attend the Grammys, but everybody attends the BET Awards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just give it, give it that feel of it's important. If you mm-hmm. make it feel like it's important, it'll be fun again. Yeah. But I like that the way they had it set up this year, man. It was basically like they were cutting from, like, the actual award selections and they had went to, like, yeah. performances. And the performances were like music videos. So like we seen the baby do his little rendition of uh, Pop Star with someone. Rock Star. Rock Star. We yep. see his little rendition. He had the little socially like the first song verse. because he added like an extra forty five yeah. seconds to the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like he he added an extra forty five second instrumental to the beginning and he freestyled over that. Yeah. For talking about social justice. And, and then the video stuff. a cop had his knee on his knee neck, on his so neck. it was real socially yeah. conscious. You know what I'm saying? I want to say Meg performed. And just like the the flow of the BET Awards, when I like I said, I see a little bit of the encore. It just looked way better than in previous previous years. Uh, Lil Wayne did his song Kobe for the Kobe tribute and everything like that. A lot don't of tell people, me, don't tell me it was that new version he tried to come out with. It, it's not. I listened to it and I watched. It, it was it's the new not. one. Yeah, it, he mixed the old version with the new version. I like yeah. the old one way better. No, but if you listen to it, he did good. He yeah. did good. It was. I thought it was going to be kind of, I, I love Wayne. I thought it was going to be, dang, I hope he don't sound all drugged out and all that stuff and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, how he be sounding like real auto-tunish, even on yeah. stage. He didn't sound like that. He sounded like old Wayne when he had the mic. So I was like, okay then, I like this. I like it. Mm-hmm. And it showed the Kobe highlights when he was uh, rapping and all that. So, yeah. yeah. And I wonder if they're, if they're still going to keep up with the October, what they do in October, the hip-hop awards. I'm pretty sure they might do the same thing with the hip-hop, hip-hop awards. So it's yeah. like, we still got to show those more love, too, because I feel like yeah. the hip-hop awards are less popular than the BET awards. Like, no, none of those get I ain't going to lie. Hip-hop awards for, like, I'll say for, like, a five, six-year period, they had got cooler than the BET awards. But you want to know why the BET hip-hop awards ain't popping like that no more? Yeah. The ciphers are that's, not as good That's anymore. true. That's because true. That's what I was going to say. I, I'm not hating on the new generation of rappers because most of them my age or younger. I'm not trying to hate on y'all. But a lot of y'all don't, y'all not, y'all not freestyling, bro. Y'all not true to y'all hip hop roots. Like back in the day, you used to have to know how to freestyle, like or at least at least write good freestyles and then be able to like powerfully like impact them. You know what I'm bro. saying? 
Like free people don't freestyle like that no more, bro. You like, seen that double XL cipher when it was uh Uzi, it was Kodak, Kodak. You know? Oh, they, they weren't even saying that. They, like, they weren't really saying uh, that much. Uh, uh, like, bro, what are you doing? It's not even a cipher, my That's dude. What I'm so like Come on. and people don't really want to watch like people who do freestyle battles for real, for real. Like, you know the battles that you the can battle to watch. Yeah. They don't want to watch them because it's like, okay, it's kind of too serious. Like, you yeah. want to see people ride. Them thing is real. Watch it's, them URLs. Them URL rap battles is real. Like, those raw, yeah. but people want to just see people ride the beat and flow yeah. and stuff. Like, I'll say the last era of good BET ciphers was from like 20, like, all the way up until damn near 2015. That was like the, ever since they started it, all the way to 2015, that was the golden era of Ciphers like mm-hmm. now, ever since 2016 to now, I don't really care for the ciphers like that. It I'm, might be one or two ciphers that I really want to watch, but yeah. other than that, it ain't nothing. I remember it was that one California cipher, man. I don't know what year it was, might have been 2012, but it was Kendrick in there. And Kendrick, oh, was yeah, like, they, it, was the all the TDE. Like, it was all the TDE. That's what it was. It was all the yep. TDE, probably one of the best ciphers I've ever Another seen. Another one, uh, um, it was Chris, it was when Chris Brown got everybody back on his side after mm-hmm. the Michael Jackson thing, and he was on the BET Hip Hop Awards after that. He yeah. was on the cypher with Tiger and Ace Hood and all them. He snapped. Yep. Uh, Eminem, whenever he do one, he snapped. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one, it was one year. That's what I want to say Blue about Chris Eminem. Them, they snapped. Eminem, much respect. But he need to stop. What he did? He need to stop, bro. He need to stop rapping. Yeah, he need to stop rapping, bro. He ain't the same. He ain't got the same appeal no more, I mean, bro. Wayne low key don't mo- don't anymore. He doesn't, bro. And I and honestly, it just this might just be me being born in '98, but I don't know. Eminem's rap style just doesn't get to me, bro. The the little herky herky jerky rap style it just not, it doesn't appeal to me, bro. Me either, mm-hmm. but I still gotta respect. The skills. I respect it. I, I, respect, I respect the skill yeah, that because ain't nobody standing in the paint for the most part. With yeah, him. you can. It's hardly any names you can pull out of a hat and be like he can snap with Eminem. Like, yeah, hardly anybody. So I give him that one of the most talented, if not the most talented lyricist of all time. Mm-hmm. So I, I give him that, but I, I agree with Quincy. I can't really get into Eminem music. Yeah, like, man. Now early two thousands Eminem. Oh yeah, I could do that. I could do that. Hey, I remember not afraid. Um, that was that's not I afraid. Remember. Mockingbird. Yeah. Um, all his early stuff, yeah. like every Superman, like all of that stuff. I rock with all that. Yeah. When he was Slim Shady and he was back with uh, what it was D twelve, what it was uh, Aftermath. Uh, yeah, he was in a group. It was called D12. Oh, oh, I don't remember the group he was in. Damn, I really? thought she was talking about who he was with because he was with Aftermath with Dr. Dre and 50 Cent and all that. He was with Dr. Dre? Yeah, because Dr. Dre signed Eminem and then Eminem got 50. Yeah, D12, Eminem. D12. Yeah, see, I only remember him from, with Slaughterhouse. That's oh, yeah. all I remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, see, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So that's, I, that's I didn't all pay I attention too. to them like that. Though. I don't forgot his one hit that he had that I. Currently popping my head, might have been my band. I don't know, but he had some hits with them. That, that's definitely early two thousands as well. Those are the ones that really pop in my head. But it's just now he doesn't have that same appeal to me like he used to. But him just bringing up his name just really made me think about that. But yeah, let's move on. So this is the last topic of the pod. Ozark. And you watch Ozark? I don't even watch. It. I heard it's not though. I don't Ozark. watch Ozark. Ozark my junk. Ozark my shit. I ain't Ozark my shit. I love Ozark. I love season three. You know what I'm saying? The end of it. The last season. It was talked about being the last season because a lot of people really wasn't banging with it like that. It didn't have that same uh, steam and popularity like it had when it first started. But they now have a season four. They renewed it. And I'm excited. It's going to be 14 episodes. They're going to split it in half, like seven and seven. 
I'm really excited for it, man. I, I love Marty Burns because uh, what's his name? Jason Bateman. He's the star of the show. I love him as an actor, period, bro. Like his acting style. He he just directed The Outsider on uh, HBO. So if you got HBO Go, definitely check out The Outsider. I love that uh, that show as well. It's like ten episodes. I love that man. So his acting and directing style, bro. I just love what he does. One show I am on, Greenleaf. Shout out. Ah, okay. Shout out, hey, shout out to my group chat. You know what I'm saying? Established 2017. Desire, Caleb, Alyssa, Janaya, Corey, Kira, Tiani, everybody in that group chat. Shout out to all y'all for getting me on to Greenleaf. I, I fuck with it real heavy. It's it's basically messy church people. I know. I, I love it. I my love mama watches. I love it. I love Greenleaf. Yeah. Shout, shout out to Oprah. I'll be, I'll be thinking, I'll be thinking I want to catch up on Green Living now. I'll be like, nah, I'm, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I don't know if I want to catch up on it. I don't know. I don't know. What's the what's the next show, man? What's the next show we're going to have to talk about? Man? No. We ain't did a movie review in a way. We gotta do yeah, a we ain't doing it. I ain't been going to the movies. No, I'm talking about Netflix. You know, I know, about. but I'm just going to the movies. Bro, bro five, the five bloods is what we need to review. Oh, bro. my dad watched it. I ain't watched it, though. He said it was great. Yeah, so, so that's I gotta watch that. So our next movie review is probably gonna be the Five Bloods. Yeah. I heard that movie was great, bro. Yeah, so that's Spike, probably, I heard Spike Lee did the same. Yeah, yeah, it is by Spike Lee. Yep, yep, yep. So that's gonna be our next one review because we ain't had one of those in a minute. Yeah. So we gotta get it back up on those as well. But that is the end of the podcast. We appreciate y'all for listening. It was a little lengthy, but hey, we appreciate yeah. y'all. Hey, hit it with the social media. You can follow us on Twitter at QE Podcast One. You can follow us on Instagram at Q underscore and underscore E underscore podcast. You can follow and like our Facebook page, Q and sign E podcast. Don't forget to email us, Q A N D E podcast at gmail.com for any, any questions, inquiries, fan mail, concerns, anything like that. You can follow Quincy on Twitter at Q underscore Hicks three. You can follow me on Twitter at Edgar Martin 97. And you can also follow my Instagram, Edgar Martin official. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Click the notification bell and hit the all button so that way you can see whenever we drop anything. And shout out to MTMB Sports and shout out to Blue Collar Media Group. We are a part of both of those platforms. Check out any of the talent on there. There are plenty of people out there just like us podcasting and doing videos trying to get the sports news out there. Yes, sir. And also subscribe to all our podcast platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, man. Wherever you listen to your podcast, we are there. Subscribe. We would definitely appreciate it, man. We appreciate y'all for listening, man. And we out. Peace.